Brothers. Crunch. We are live. Let's get crunchy. You guys we look like you crunch. Woo! I've been yeah. listening to a little bit of the Taco Brothers. I'm we're sure excited to have you guys on uh, distributors helping distributors today. It's going to be great. Fired up. Thanks for having us. I'm excited. And you guys we, have we, sweet uh, facial hair. Woo! Yes. One so, of these things um, is not like the I, other, Michael Mahoney. I actually, I flew up to D.C. this morning. I was up at 4.30 and ran out the door, and I just realized before Kim, I was like, I didn't shave. So I am technically have got like about like a 16th of an inch, like of a little. So I'm, I sort of fit in. Love I don't it. fit. I don't fit in, do I? Yeah, is, that your, is that your five o'clock shadow? <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. It's, it's, it's my, yeah, I don't know. It's my, yeah, that's about it. You know, you I've known get, Mike. You don't get much. We've known each other for 22 years. I don't think I've ever seen him with, I don't think I've ever seen you with scruff. No, I'm not that kind of guy, man. I'm a clean, I, I was in the big four, the professional services. You couldn't leave the office without your jacket. So I'm a little, I'm living on the edge right now, to be honest. But I just noticed that with the filter on this, like the fuzzy filter thing on Zoom, you can't quite tell it just, you know. Yeah. So if I did the regular high def thing, you'd see it, it would like be spirit. So yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you can't tell. You can't tell at all. Where are you guys calling in from? Well, I'm calling in from Phoenix. Ahead, I'm in Arizona. Jay. And how about you, Jeff? Arizona, right? But you, Jeff. I'm from sunny California. It's like going to be 80 degrees here. So um, for people who are in cold parts of the country, you know, what can I say? It's sunny California. But we, we like to say we pay a weather tax, just a few weather taxes uh, to be out here. <laughs> it's a really nice place to be. But you pay a leadership tax too, right? We pay every kind of tax possible. <laughs> oh, you know, we're at gas is five bucks a gallon. Our local assemblyman go gas prices are too high, man. We got to, you know, do something, you know, like suspend Dude. gas taxes or whatever. But yeah, do you anyway, not forget understand. all that politics stuff. Come on, man. Do you not love the environment? What are you complaining about? No, let's not go there. I'm sorry. I just, yeah, right. Hey, on. you know, I, I want to say, you know, before we get started, um, I, do, I love distributors helping distributors. I mean, we, you know, we love the idea of distributors helping distributors, but I really did not know you guys until we met at Expo and somebody said, oh yeah, you gotta check out what that guy Josh Fry is doing. I'm thinking, oh, it's another- And Mike Mahoney. You know, just another loser guy trying to, trying, trying to milk something, you know, you know, distributors. No, seriously. I mean, you know, we're just talking shop. <laughs> okay, it's just, no. it's, it's only talking about you, Josh. Hold it's on. just talking that- about you. It's not me. Is this a, is that supposed to be a compliment? Michael. Yeah, Jeff, you're you're gonna fight your way through he's, this. He's working his compliment. way towards the compliment. Jeff, it's coming. It's, it's coming. Here, Here you go. Comes. Yeah, no, no. So, so I mean, this is the way you know this should be different. I don't know what you guys do. I've, I've caught glimpses of other shows. This may be different, but that's okay. We don't know what we, we do. We are either. different. Yeah, we, yeah, we are different, and so we'll, we'll roll with it. But the thing is, and I think this is really relevant to the topic, is you know we're at this crazy time in the industry, and and. And people are trying to figure out how to make it, how to make things work in this new environment, because the environment is new. We'll, we'll probably touch on some of that as we go forward. But so I meet you guys uh, uh, at Expo. And then Josh was like, hey, yeah, come to our, our party. And I want you to bring the camera and talk to our people. And it's like, oh, my God, I used to be the camera guy everywhere. You know, it's like, oh, there's a guy with the camera. You know, I didn't want to be a camera guy in Rio, Rio, whatever it is there and um, over there by the Luxor and, um, and, but you talked me into it. I came and 
and I knew a couple of people there. And then I started talking to your people and it was like the real deal. I'm going, oh, okay. So it's not just the coaching, it's the community. And I believe in, you know, as we've, we've seen uh, in our industry, the value of community, Promo Kitchen, the SKUCon community. I mean, that's so important in this new environment going forward. So, you know, I just, I, I wanted to get that out because I feel honored you know, to be on your show and to have met you and we've talked before and I go, I really, I really like these guys and, and you, your, and here's the other thing. I mean, your community may know it, but others might not know you got a real live book of business yourself that you've, you know, worked through. So you're not like some guy that's never sold a, a widget. Oh, look, you know, uh, you're not that guy. You've got a legitimate book of business. So that qualifies you, you know, in my eyes to be, Hey, swag coach. Hey, hey, Josh I'm and Mike. Proud. I'm I'm really proud of Jeff. He actually finally eventually got to a live, <laughs> legit compliment. And it started off with this dysfunctional view of YouTube, which is not cool, but he, no, Josh, mostly Josh. Mostly Josh, correct. I, I wrote Mike in. I said it's not, don't forget Mike. <laughs> so I love it. I love it. Uh, all well, right. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Re seriously, we really appreciate it. We're thrilled to have you guys on. I know we're at uh, now, uh, what, six past. So, Mr. Mahoney, let's get this started. Has been, this has been content rich. Don't try to micromanage. This has been good so far. Everyone's enjoying this. So, like, I need no, to. No, it's only good because I'm loving on you guys. <laughs> They're like, I don't need to, I don't need to fill orders or sell anything. These guys are, this is so, this is so good. Guys, welcome to Distributors Helping to Distribute. Uh, uh, can we start here? Yeah, flashy theory. Rewind. Rewind. Okay. Rewind. All right, three of these things fit. I, I can't even talk. Um, welcome to Distributors Helping Distributors, guys. Uh, we're so uh, excited to for today's topic. We're going to talk about nuggets, uh, sales nuggets. Basically, we've got uh, Jeff Solomon and Jay Br uh, Bustle on, and these guys have uh, their own show, their own uh, podcast show, which is highly entertaining. Um, and we, uh, as, as Jeff was saying, we met in Vegas uh, at the PPAI show and said, hey, let's get together and do a, a, a mix up, right? So this is like uh, the uh, the cast from your two favorite TV shows getting together, like on one, one yes, of those mix up things. That's what this basically great. is, right? So yeah. we're just going to, we're just going to see what happens. Uh, the um, we're, we're, the idea today, talk about industry trends, maybe how what distributors are doing, sales strategies. I think a wide ranging topic. I would or topics. I encourage everyone to put their uh, questions for uh, Jeff, Jay, or Josh. I just realized I still don't fit in. I got Jeff, Jay, and Josh. I'm the only guy that doesn't have a J name. Mike, this, this is terrible. <sighs> Oh, anyway, um, but put your questions in the Q and A, uh, and and we'll we'll get to them uh, today. So, Josh, talk to me and tell us and talk to the our, our audience. Today, but uh, what's the idea behind bringing uh, Jeff and Jay on today, inviting them to join us? Well, first off, I wanted to only bring on guests with facial hair. So moving forward, Mike. Gray facial hair. Too. You didn't even go there. I own it. Hides my double chin. Oh, I'll I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, these guys are industry veterans, experts. They're doing tons for, you know, Jeff was talking before about the community. And I think that based on my 25 plus years experience in the industry, it's, it hasn't always been collaborative. It's kind of every man and woman for themselves, especially on the distributor side. It's why we started distributors helping distributors to literally help one another and provide you with access to experts 
like the guys on the call today. And so this is just uh, reiterates that messaging, you know, for us to be able to have some just, you know, dialogue, open dialogue, collaborate and talk about not just what's trending in our, um, in our industry, but things that we can do to kind of help one another. And so you got three industry vets on the call, a, you know, a, an entrepreneurial vet and yourself, Mr. Mahoney, and between the four of us, and we have a huge audience today, hopefully asking some questions and sharing some experience. We can all kind of walk out of this session with a nugget or two to then deploy and help us grow our sales and our distributorships in 2022. So love it. Love back it. Love to it. you, Mr. Mahoney. Yo, do you want to uh, put up polls? A good time to do our polls, Josh? I think we should put up a polls and we can introduce the guys. Yeah. Let's do that. That's oh, a good, sure. It's a good format. Why not? I love it. I like love we haven't it. done that every time. Okay. Mix it up. Uh, so, all right. How is 2022 starting off for you? We're into the uh, third month here. So boom, I am crushing my sales. So, so my sales are flat or getting crushed. My sales are off. Help us get a, mm-hmm. a, a pulse, get a read on things, guys, and uh, click on an answer the question. And then uh, in just a sec here, I'll, I'll, I'll close this out. I'm about to close the pullout and uh, get a read from, uh, from, from Jeff and Jay. Let's see what we have here. Well, I'm disappointed uh, that I yeah. can't vote. I got to say. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> you, can't, oh, you can't vote. Okay. Panelists yeah. cannot vote. Okay. Yeah. So uh, here, I'm going to end the poll. I'll share the results with everybody. So what do I have? So guys, tell us what, what do you see here and uh, what do you make of it? Interesting. I think it's, I, I my guess was going to be a third, a third, and a third. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really know your audience that well, but just a total wild ass <laughs> guess. I'm thrilled to see that we've got some folks that are crushing it. And I love the fact that you used crushing because I like to crush things like crunchy tacos. So um, if your business is booming right now and you're crushing it like tiny tacos, I love you. Now, if you're not and your sales are kind of flat, that's why these guys are here, Mike and Josh, hello. I mean, what a killer show. Jeff and I blather and blab about branding and marketing. You know why? Because we don't have to talk about sales. These guys are actually talking about sales. Hello. So maybe that's why this could be a dynamic duo today is we're trying to do the work that helps lead people to sales, tell the story ahead of time. And you guys are kind of getting into the nitty gritty and talking about sales and why they're flat, what to do differently. So I feel for those of you that still say your sales are off. If there's 19% of you, damn, Um, You know, I guarantee you, Mike and Josh have some tips for you, but maybe throughout this show, a little bit of optimism, a little bit of um, hustle and just just grit. You know, I'm not a big grinded out guy. I'm more of a strategic um, like to like to build a relationship guy. But, you know, a little bit of both, I think, is what's going to take us through this year and, you know, look for a new industry, maybe like seriously brand branch out like if you've been mortgage guy and healthcare guy or, or, or your fitness gal, and, and it's not rocking you, I would say it's time, you know, that's, that's your sign, you know, branch out, do something fun and different and original, find a new audience, find a new trail, you know, pursue that to the, to the logical conclusion of profit. And I think that um, that'll help you anyway. That's, that's what I wanted to say. And I love that, by the way, I just wanted to comment, you know, cause I saw you guys, thanks by the way, for the shout outs, you, very generous of you guys. Uh, this is definitely a pay it forward for us as far as Mike and I are concerned. We want to try to give give value to 
to to the distributors and help help them. And I think one of the things that you said, Jay, that is spot on, which we talk about our sales strategies and specifically targeting a vertical or a niche, we call it finding your million dollar niche. And I was listening to your interview with TK Promotions and they have a bit of a niche that you guys were digging into. Mm -hmm. But that's something that's so important that I think a lot of distributors don't do. They're very focused on, well, some of us take orders, some of us are proactively going after them. But if even those of us that go after them, a lot of times it's without a strategy or targeting a vertical or being an expert in a specific market. And so um, just wanted to reiterate, I'm, I'm in complete agreement with that and the hustle, of course. You gotta, you gotta deliver the hustle along with the- You gotta, you gotta hustle. All right, yeah. let's, do the, let's do our next poll. There we go. What industry trends are you deploying to grow your promo sales? So, you know, are you selling company stores? Are you targeting a vertical market week at Swag Coach and our small group coaching program? We call that the million dollar niche. Uh, are you leveraging e commerce, online sales, building a sales force? Uh, other, none of the above or all of the above? I don't like those options, but okay. You made the poll probably, right? I, <laughs> I did. I like making people, people pick one, but. Uh, Sometimes it is all those. Sometimes it is all. Could be. Could be. Um, Interesting. Well, hey, while we're waiting okay. for the, the poll to close, I mean, there, there are a couple of comments in, in the chat that's that's pretty good about, um, you know, um, uh, that's being said about uh, new business cards being made as a consultant and, you know, it's repositioning yourself. I mean, obviously this goes back to some of the basics of not being a, a stuff seller, but rather a promotional consultant, which was the buzzword a while ago mm -hmm. and still is a good, a good, good buzzword. So I yeah, someone made a comment about me being comments. the odd man um, out because uh, I I'm not wearing glasses. Should we read that one too? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Actually, if the, if you look at the Q and A, that's what we're trying to. If you have questions for for me or Jeff or Jay oh, there or we Mike, go. Q and A. Uh, let, me, oh. let me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna change the chat so that no one can comment. I usually do that at the start. I didn't do it today. Uh, so, but we're gonna ask everyone to put it because it's hard for us to keep track of both the chat and the Q and A. Okay. So put everything in Q and A, and then we can we can uh, we're able to kind of uh, manage that list and and check off the ones we've answered and so forth. It's just easier to manage. So put your, put your questions or comments in the Q and a, please. Um, okay, here we go. Let's take a look at this. So Jay and Jeff, what do you say? What do you, what do you see here? Wow. That's okay. Fascinating. I'm not, what, uh, I'm not seeing those numbers. What it means oh, oh, have, sorry. Yeah, I lost well, the poll too, I'm not so. seeing anything. There we go. Oh, there we go. Oh, and we're back. Well, imagine that targeting targeting a uh, vertical vertical market is the biggest number there, huh? huh. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. I, I, I would I would actually throw out there if you were, if you answer that and you said you're targeting a vertical, uh, would love to see you post on the Q and A what verticals you're having success yeah, with. Yeah, that that would if be you're, really interesting if you're comfortable. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's this is a well, yeah. You don't have to you know, share the uh, actual account, right? They can just talk about maybe. Yeah, a, let's a, talk about the industry. Talk about I'm the also curious by other I 21% said other it's like I immediately want to know what that is but um well, maybe well, it's like you know flyers at Safeway you just put a flyer on everybody's window I've seen that done before guys um I don't recommend it but I've seen it done before when here's I started what I, off I used to go door to door I know that feeling mm. I, I uh 
what I noticed, uh, my observation of this targeting the million dollar niche is that that's 29% of the responses uh, uh, for that. That's really strong. Uh, in my experience in talking with distributors, I mean, it's, there, there can't be 5% that are truly targeting a niche, maybe like, you know, one or 2%. It's a tiny number of people who actually target, uh, meaning it's the majority of their business coming from one industry. So yeah, um, right. I think it's the right sentiment, but having one or two big clients is not the same. I mean, I'm talking like actual for me, if you're really going after a niche, but if people are, are, are shifting and, 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 you know, you keep your existing client base, but focusing around a niche, I think it's a great growth strategy. So we, we're huge fans, right? Yeah. So, and along those lines, as it relates to the, to the comment about selling company stores and the idea of deploying company stores, if you have a niche, you can leverage a company store sales pitch as a part of that, as, as a part of, of that pitch that you're, that you're doing. It's a great way to scale the business within a niche. And I'm going to talk more about sense. that at some point. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's introduce you guys or give more uh, background. If you could maybe start with Jeff and just tell us about yourself and, and your, your background. And then, uh, then we'll do Jay. And then we want to hear about, you know, your show and, and what, you know, what you guys are all about. Cool. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, so I've been around a long time. Let's just call it over 25 years because anything past that is like, it's just like, oh, the guy's been around. I could, okay, look, we're here among friends. How many are okay? Over 30, whatever. It's like, I'm old. But um, 30. <laughs> I, I uh, was a screen. You're doing addition and we need multiplication, Jeff. Let's be real. Right. I'm old. Okay. Get it. Gray beard. All that <laughs> Hold there. on. What are you trying to say? Season. I'm now you're trying to veteran. say you're a seasoned veteran. Jeff. I'm a seasoned veteran. That's what we like to say. <laughs> all right, so all right, um, all right. uh, I uh, I had a, a screen printing and a, a apparel decorating operation, and it was my wife who said, "You gotta start selling promotional products." And I just I just didn't want to sell pins and swag and all that stuff because uh, I thought we're the real decorator. We put stuff on a press and we print it and we you know get to show something really cool, but. Uh, wives are usually smarter and um, I took her advice and and I can remember going to the very first uh, our first PPAI show in Dallas and we all and at that time people kind of were dressed up a little bit sport jackets and we got on a bus in freezing rain and my first thought is where the hell's the coffee? You know, it's like, it's like 7.30, we're going to education classes. And in, in those days, the apparel decorating world, you know, it didn't seem like there was focus on education as they were at PPAI, which is big on education, you know, amazing. And from there, I, uh, I uh, talking about this idea of um, collaborating and meeting people, I, I met some people and I was invited into a networking group of, you know, what are really kind of industry superstars now, PPI Hall of Famers and all that. And so in those early days, people helped me as I was getting started. And ultimately that's what birth free promo tips. Cause I just go, I'd like to create something that helps others. Like I was helped because I came into it. It's like, man, I have, uh, you know, no, no clue. And that's how, how, uh, free promotives was birth. And then I became a promotional products distributor. We won uh, two PPI Pyramid Awards and ASI Spirit Award for marketing creativity and all that kind of stuff. And one was a collaboration, actually. We had uh, one of the collaborators on our show <laughs> uh, and we won a gold pyramid for a blackout survival 
uh, kit campaign we did in California. Now, people who are not in California don't understand. And I'm going to try to go fast because I don't take too much time. But this is California is tough, man. When you got to have a blackout survival kit just to live in that. Yeah. State, and this, this bro, you can find the those were show. the signs. That was the 90s. And you still didn't leave. I'm like, what? I know. You got to well, eat your tacos nice in the dark. What's yeah, that? He did. You got to eat your tacos in the dark. Well, I, I'm just telling you, we still have blackouts now, but there was a whole thing um, where we didn't have power and it was a big issue. And so we did a whole campaign. It, the show is with Carol Cantor and you can go to freepumpkins.com under TV and find all our taco shows there. But, you know, we shared this and it was like three distributors, again, collaborating, which might be a theme of this show. Um, because we're all in California in different areas, didn't compete. And we created this really cool campaign that definitely generated business. That's why we want a gold pyramid for it. So I've been there. I've been down the road as a distributor. We've had all kinds of slogans. We don't sell stuff. We provide solutions, blah, blah, blah. We're active in our community is on the board of our in, you know, uh, business association. So that's another thing, getting involved. And, and that's how I ended up here. And Tacos with Jay and Jeff um, started early in the pandemic when we wanted to create some authentic content, like what are people really doing that's working and talk about epic marketing branding. And I'll leave it at that. I hope I didn't go too long. Awesome. Woo. All right, Jay. Woo. Right on. Mike, thanks. And again, also, thanks for having us. It is a blast. Um, I know it looks like a lot of chaos and, and sometimes it is. We just embrace it. We, we, we have a saying, go where the tacos take us. Um, but the reality is uh, I got started uh, a long time ago as well. I was glad somebody said 34 year vet, don't feel bad. Um, so when I was 16 and in high school and definitely distracted by sports, girls and skiing, sometimes skateboarding, I realized that, um, yeah, the accountant job wasn't for me. The, the mortgage banking guy wasn't going to be that guy. Um, and I started screen printing t-shirts and I did a lot of bootlegging stuff that you're not supposed to do. And I learned a lot of important copyright law lessons. So I've got that on my resume for sure. Um, uh, but I, I happened to have just kind of ever since then, I've just never wanted to leave the Island of Misfit Toys. And I, and I say that jokingly and seriously, whether you're a branded merch, promo peep, apparel geek, printing freak, whatever you are, um, you're a dysfunctional cousin of mine and you provide value in this in this signage promo branded merch apparel world. And uh, so for me, I've been lucky. I've worked for software companies. I've had my own business. I uh, had a small uh, ad agency and promo shop. I had my own apparel decoration company for a while. Currently, I have the luxury and the stress of having multiple projects cooking at the same time. And so I'm a founding partner at FlexPoint, which is a social selling group. Um, you can check us out on LinkedIn. Everything we do kind of hubs off of LinkedIn and, and happy to give you some nuggets there if we want to go down that road. Um, but uh, yeah, so DTG printing and, and inkjet technology is something that's also a passion of mine. So behind me, you can see the hashtag easy for me. So uh, I do a lot of marketing and, and uh, help their sales team. Uh, the company's called Equipment Zone and they're the number one reseller of Epson DTG printers in the U.S. So Besides that, in my spare time, I have six kids. And yes, I said six, Whoa. one, two, three, four, five, six. They're all ours. No doubles, no triples. Thanks for checking. We know what caused it. We're not having any more, which is why I often need taco therapy. So now you know why tacos. Back to you, Josh. It's amazing. That mustache is so distractingly awesome. Thank you, sir. That's part of his brand. Tacos and that mustache. Tacos and the mustache. 
By the way, there might be some ginger and spice left over in this. Thing. <laughs> Mike loves so, the ginger so, and spice in the mustache. So, <laughs> I do. So what? So Josh, we got a bunch of questions here, or and yes. we we promised to talk about trends, industry trends, yep. and 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 share some good nuggets. So uh, sure, where do you want to go? Yeah. So uh, why don't we can, we can answer some of these some of these questions? Uh, but before we do, just what Jeff? Can you? I mean, Jay, can you just share real quickly what is FlexPoint again? I just missed that. I want to. No, thank you for asking again. FlexPoint Social Selling System. It's a do it with you program. We're not going to do it for you. Uh, my my partner and co-founder Jessica Gibbons Roush JGR is a brilliant aging geriatric millennial, and between the two of us, we have uh, created a system specifically for promotional product distributors, branded merch peeps, and apparel folks to help them tell their story in a more significant way. Uh, it's really sometimes hard for people, especially solopreneurs and small shops, to write about themselves, to describe themselves in an effective way, and most people super have to just say this calling it out you suck at linkedin and i'm here to help you so there okay and with it. with that because this is a, a clearly a sales strategy which is why i'm kind of digging in a little bit mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do um you actually help them re rewrite their their profile exactly. and then reach out to protect pr prospective buyers in a network or correct, is it correct okay. what we try to do is we start with their profile and so we start with them we have them fill out an, an onboarding form, an intake form to try to figure out who they really are. And we ask some tough questions in a Zoom and we try to break them down a little bit to say, you know, what makes you special? Why should I buy from you? I've got a check for a hundred grand and I could give this to 10 other people to do the same damn thing you do. So why should I give this to you? You know, and, and if, you're, if your comeback is the title of your business says, I'm the owner of a promotional product company, that's called next. You know, if you have kids and they're doing this on their phone, they're scrolling. They're just scrolling next, 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 next. You've given me nothing to stop the scroll. And so we're trying to help people realize in this specific case, whether it is Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever, but we're, we're specifically working on LinkedIn because it's the B2B platform where the expectations are, I can still meet people for free. It's a free app, by the way. And I can use the free tool to tell a better story and then I can proactively reach out. I can find people. I can work a simple lead gen program, build real relationships, stop the hype, you know, push help forward, give value first, ditch the pitch. I know these are all little cliches I use, but let me tell you, you guys, if we could just do some basics on LinkedIn, you could build so much value and you would have a strategic work program. And so that's what we do. We have that program. We pulled it together. We help with people's profiles and then we help them share better content and then we guide them through some lead gen. So That's what's awesome. the URL? What's the URL to find this? Goflexpoint.com. Okay. Or, or better yet, go to LinkedIn. Just Flexpoint. And uh, yeah, and at the end, we'll uh, we'll share your guys' contact information in case people that are on the call want to reach out. Well, um, I appreciate that. I wasn't here to try to sell that, but thank you for asking. And I and I and I think it would be I would be willing to give that advice on any platform. You know, tell a better version of your story. Give me some hooks. Give me something that I can remember you by. Make it emotional. Um, you know, stop hiding behind this professional perspective of you if there were any if there was a silver lining through this pandemic it's that we can just be us again we can just try to connect and let our vibe attract that tribe and i believe in the law of attraction and it's okay to look and search for a for a multi-million dollar niche i think you should but i also think that if you're sharing it from your heart 
and you're providing solutions, you're going to attract people that are going to like trust you. And oh yeah, I forgot. Trust. That's how all relationships are built. And so in every presentation I do, I say, you will successfully build your business at the speed of trust, period. That's my view. And how did you guys, I know you said you started the Taco Tuesdays during the pandemic. What's, can you just give high level, like what, what's the, what is the, what are you guys doing in terms of the branding side of things? And for distributors that are interested in kind of listening in, just share what's the, what they can, what they can get. Well, so I'll jump in. Um, and I want to, there's so much I want to talk about when there's so little, so much in so little time, but because um, the social media topic is, is huge as well. But to answer your question, Josh, and not be ADD and to actually stay focused and answer your question, um, Tacos was just created, you know, when the pandemic happened and, and everything just went like nobody knew what was going on. And all of a sudden you had a supplier sitting on their kitchen table going, here's my my, my mug or, you know, they were doing these, nobody knew what to do it was un, unprecedented, the word of the day. And, um, and like, we did create a thing that, that kind of birthed tacos. And it's like, what do you really think? And we created a series of videos on, you know, where people were just uh, very honest from uh, Brian Porter at Starline saying, I, I had the roughest day of my career when I had to make hard decisions to actually at comments, you saying, Hey, I didn't realize it was cool to roll roller, uh, blade with my kids, you know, because now everybody was home. And so that birth, like Jay and I going, you know, gosh, what can we do that's really relevant and on target? And 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 what are people doing to succeed? And and that's how tacos was birthed. And then it it ended up just becoming we had these amazing guests that were willing to share their so secret sauce, really, but not really. I mean, they, that's what blows us away about the show. And we're sitting here, we're almost two years in, we're going to have an anniversary show, maybe bring back some of these guests. But like, uh, honestly, we have learned so much. And, and, it's, and, and the point of the show is to learn from other people. Again, we're coming down back to this theme of collaboration. Like, like why would somebody want to share, oh, look at this campaign we did. And, and, uh, with the purpose of encouraging and helping others. And just, there's been amazing things happening there. And Jay, what would you like to add to kind of the focus to answer the question? I'll be, I'll be shorter. I'll be brief just so that we can get back to the stars of the show, Josh and Mike. Um, truth be told, it was out of frustration. We started the show, yeah. Josh, out of frustration. I was so surprised. First of all, I can't believe I'm still getting uh, supplier email blasts um, to an email that I keep open just in case for a company that hasn't existed in 10 years. Literally, I'm still getting, I've sent them all, I blocked them once, boom, here I am still getting inbound email marketing from from suppliers saying, buy more mugs. Hey, guess what? You can get a C-handled mug and it's 79 cents and it comes in seven colors. Woo! And I'm like, are you effing kidding me? It's March, 2020. And you want to keep pushing the hit button and the send button? I was pissed and I was upset. And I was like, we've got to do better. Our, our industry and the people I know, we want to do better. And I, and Jeff and I got on this rant and I kind of picked on him a little bit and I was like, you better not be part of this problem, but we need less noise. We need more of a human touch and, and we need to, we need to band together. I don't have all the answers, but damn, we're smart. If we come up with something and collaborate, our community can get through this and we'll crush it like a tiny taco. And so that's how we started so, the tacos with Jay and Jeff show. Awesome. So here's a question from uh, Gary Heath. So he says, I'm just wondering where are the best places or sites to learn about selling trends at the moment or what types of products are hot at the moment? Thoughts for Gary? 
Gary, I'm not the awesome expert at hot products. I mean, I have a view, I have a perspective, I have some ideas. Um, I'm less of a product driven guy and more of a solutions guy. So before I get to the product, the product in my formula would be the last piece of that puzzle. Can you explain that? What do you, what do you mean by solutions? How does that look? So it looks like this, like, you know, I want to know what, what that business owner is struggling with. I want to, I know this has been done. I'm not the guy that came up with find their pain, but what keeps them up at night? Let's have that emotional. What is the hardest thing you're trying to accomplish right now? Now, every business owner I've ever met, including myself, right below, right below oxygen was sales. So I'll typically try to have a sales conversation and say, Hey, you don't have to tell me numbers, but like what you guys put in your poll, are you crushing your sales? Are they so-so or are you struggling? And if you're crushing it, then let's find out why maybe there's a solution there and we could expand on that. If you're so-so, you know, and if you're struggling, then maybe you need, you know, a new campaign for something like, let's go back to your existing customers or let's find a new audience. Or so I tend to want to deal with the solution from let's find the pain first, and then we will work backwards to find a suitable, tangible, branded merch product. And if it were me, I would be working very transparently with my top 40, those top 50 suppliers that I love, that I trust, that work their ass off for me. And we work together. We're not just like partners in the weird sense of the word. We're literally partners. They're not just a vendor of mine. I'm going to work them into my help me find a solution for this business owner sooner. And then we'll go down to the targeted product because with today's world, we also have to deal with, if you find a hot product and it's out of stock, guess it's not that hot or it was so hot that you don't even get access to it. So I don't know if that answered any question or not. Sorry if I'm, if I'm rambling there, but I just think product for me would be last in my equation. You know, let, let me uh, take a, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, go alongside here a little bit and talk about what Jay's talking about with these supplier partners who can really help you in this area. And what what blows me away is what we've seen on this taco show. And um, and uh, this came up on a recent show where somebody's going, like, you see these posts on social media, we're going to get the cheapest self-promo item, you know? And I forget who it was we were talking to on the show, but we're not interested in the cheapest self-promo item to send out uh, something that's going to share our brand, like you know what, you know what, what would we want them to actually buy? So invest a little more in what that is, and you work with your supplier partners on that. And again, a lot of it isn't our logo on a on a pad. This is just something I do want to mention really quick because this comes up a lot. It's not all about the logos. It's about a brand message that you put on rather than you know we we just did uh, Amanda Clay Walker Clay. She did a great shirt t-shirt tycoon friends uh, what 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 say tacos i'll be there for you she has a taco tuesday event that she does with with um you know with their clients and it, it's it doesn't have walker clay on it. it's like it's not a t-shirt with walker clay now the inside label is custom uh done with their their label on it so a lot of times it's not about putting the logo out but it's finding the right products and the secondary thing is working with your supplier partners what supplier would not want to uh be on say tacos with jane jeff um, being loved on, like, look at how they help you go get business. So the supplier is a great resource. And I think uh, Jay's point is well, well taken there that we need to take advantage of them. And rather than just finding the hot product, you know, find maybe, you know, of course, kidding is a big deal. You know, everybody talks about kidding, but um, it is relevant. 
and and how you can work together to you know create something of value um, that goes beyond just product. I hope I did okay there. You, you did terrible. You, you need to read okay. that. Get me off. Oh, oh, come on. I'm just back. kidding. You did. We'll we never be back. We'll never be back. Mike's a, not going to have us. You guys are doing great. There's a lot of questions on here, though. Uh, I'm going to go back up here to the yeah. top. Uh, Jacqueline is asking. Hmm. Uh, basically, she's uh, she's trying to scale one woman show, $250,000, you know, but looking to grow. And she's like, you know, this month she did 43000 Way to go. That's yeah, a that's great month. Awesome. Uh, but do, do you have a good source that may have some experience I can help, you know, she's looking to hire somebody to help with, you know, I guess, uh, customer service in the back end. And, and, and I, I'll, I'll throw out there, my suggestion would be to go to Upwork or maybe Fiverr. Uh, uh, but in particular, Upwork is a great place to start looking for people over overseas talent. Uh, and you can find people who specifically have experience in the industry. Uh, and a lot of times they're offshore, a big fan of uh, people in the Philippines, uh, workers there, uh, you got a time zone difference, but they're phenomenal. Uh, you get people from South or Central America, so they're in this time zone. Uh, but you can find people, uh, you know, and also if they're outside the U.S., you're not dealing with 1099s, this kind of thing either. And usually they're they're cheaper. So uh, that, that that's my experience. And Josh and I have hired a few people that way, and it's worked out really well. But uh, any other guys, any other suggestions, guys? That was going to be my first suggestion. Um, or Or work with somebody um, collaborate with somebody, you know, figure out if you're going to grow your business, don't think about, you're, you're thinking, and I get this, you're thinking about today's problems. You know, you're thinking about the invoice today and the proof today and the art today and this and this and this you're stuck in today, pull yourself back. That's called working in your business. Now you want to work on your business, pull yourself back out of that and say, okay, if I'm going to scale this, how am I going to reach that number? And I might need somebody here. I might need a human here that I love that's going to help me build my business with me who I can trust. And so, you know, it might be a combination. Um, I've also worked with several folks and had a, a good couple of years with some people in the Philippines who speak English very well, really smart, very affordable. But don't don't overlook the U.S., the great the great U.S. of A and figuring out how to build your business for next year. So that's yeah. And, and just one comment I wanted to make, there are lots of ways. The reason I love this industry, there are so many different ways to skin the cat and scale your sales and scale your business. Um, you we don't do, do skin the Josh. We don't sorry, skin cats. This is, this is I, I just got an email from Peter. They're, they're, they're very, un, they're un, very unhappy with you. We don't kill yeah. two birds with one stone. We don't skin cats. <laughs> no animals have suffered in the, in the don't filming of this show. Right. Tacos, tacos try again. were crushed, but try, try again. Vegetarians are okay, but no cats. Go, I'm sorry. Try if again, you, Josh. If you want to crush your tacos. So what I think that there, there are so many different business models that one could deploy to scale your sales and grow the business beyond yourself in a way that works for you. So there's the traditional model of processing your own orders, setting up your own back office, building out your own infrastructure. That um, allows you to keep control over your over your book and your clients and your and your business and your employees and and maybe that that works for you and that's how you want to run your business. You know, for me, I used to run my distributorship that way, and then I discovered outsourcing. So I'm all about plugging into a back office partner to free me up to focus on revenue generating activities which would include building relationships with customers, learning about target markets, 
learning about products to sell to those markets and really focusing my energies on sales growth because somebody else is dealing with the back office. They're dealing with the uh, suppliers. They're dealing with the order processing. They're dealing with the accounting. That doesn't preclude me from building relationships with the suppliers or keeping my finger on the pulse of the back end. It just allows me to, to hand that off so I can focus on scale. And then I think that, again, it depends on the kind of model you want to have. But if once you're freed up, then you can think about the possibilities. You would have more time to really pursue a million-dollar niche. You would have more time to recruit, train, mentor, coach a sales force. Uh, you would have more time to hang out and rollerblade with your kids during a pandemic. So it really just depends on what kind of a business model you want to have that, that works for you and then figuring out the parts to, to scale it. Um, so there are more, more, more than just kind of one way to do it in this business. There are, are plenty of ways to skin the cat. Oh, <laughs> you had to go there. You had to go there again. So I, I just couldn't resist. This this addresses the question that Stephen and Jacqueline are asking. Like, how you know, how do you move? How do you get? What are some of the keys to moving to a million and then beyond the million? You know, like, where do people? Where do you guys see distributors getting stuck? Right. I mean, so Josh just named one. Obviously, and it's probably maybe the the biggest one is just getting overwhelmed with orders. You hit a certain sales volume, and then you're 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 overwhelmed. So that tanks your sales, and you're in this endless up and feast and famine cycle. But like, what else do distributors need to do? to get there and then get past that magic number? Well, this might be a Josh question, but before we move to that question, I wanna go back to, uh, to a couple of sources here. There are some independent people that uh, are in, in the US as well as in the Philippines. And I actually, we, we work with Amanda Corey from the desktop. She's, she'll be mad that I even mentioned it because she's kind of booked, but- the, We had her on DHD. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, she's on overload, but who knows? I mean, she might take people on and get more people, but somebody who knows the industry is very helpful. You know, this is, you think it's a simple industry. There's a lot of moving parts in that. And then on the technology platforms, I, I see that um, uh, AC, uh, ACS was mentioned, which is part of AIM, and that's a technology platform that I, I would imagine is pretty cool. And I'd, I'd be remiss uh, if I didn't mention our friends at Common Skew, I don't use the platform. I get, you know, I just know a lot of people on the platform, and um, I, I think there, I think there's a lot of time-saving tools that are available that might move beyond, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, some of the traditional ways. And the Common Skew people seem to love that platform. But anyway, there are uh, other ways. But getting back to Michael's excellent question, I don't know that I'm JRI or either great person people to say how to get to that next level but well i think that i think the process that you that you build internally is is essential if it's not something that if, if you already know at this level it's eating up 60 percent of your time then it's not mm. working so you've got to spend time working on that challenge in addition to processing the orders in addition to all the follow-up so you really you really do need help you need you need someone you need to say I'm either going to give up my time or I'm going to invest that in another person that's going to help me with this process. And I think that it's really killer that you guys are having these types of conversations. I didn't know that this was going to be really today's, um, you know, dish. So, but I, I love, I love a, a, an odd taco. So throw me something crazy. I might have, I might have an answer, but thank you, Gary, um, to your point in the, in the question and answer suppliers do tend to want us to sell what they have on their shelves. Um, but you can still ask them 
sorry to go back to that other point we were making a second ago, but you can still go ask them, hey, you have more success with this than I do. This is your life. You're the subject matter expert on these bags. Why that bag over that bag, you know, and, and, and dive in that way and say, you know, is it sustainable? Is it, is it you know, get, get all of the, the features and benefits out of the way, but get them to be the subject matter expert, not just because it comes in red or because we have 50,000 of them and I'm desperate to sell them. Um, and most of our suppliers, especially those in the top hundred, they don't operate that way. They, they, they want to, they want to earn your business for the, for the now and the long haul. Yeah. I, you know, and you know, along the suppliers, they can, they can be incredibly, um, valuable resources, not just, I mean, they know their products so much better than we do. And if you just give them a little bit of insight in terms of your sales strategy, the market that you're targeting and ask them, Hey, I need it for this type of, you know, here, I'll use myself as an example. I target um, the real estate industry, multifamily apartment management companies. So I understand the different products they use for the different, for their different marketing needs, marketing supply needs, as well, as well as, you know, how they do business. So what are the products that I could go to a PCNA and say, look, my clients are looking for a move-in gift for their residents. They want to spend $25. Can you give me some ideas? Mm-hmm. You know, let, let them tell us what products will work. And by the way, please only give me stuff that where you have the deep inventory level so that I know when I go and sell it, I'm going to, and I can get repeat orders. I know that there'll be, the, the product will be there. Um, you know, or you want to, or you could leverage supplier closeouts. Let's say you become the closeout king or queen, and that's your strategy. You could just go around to your top 30 suppliers, find out their closeout, and then go and pitch closeouts to your relationships, uh, your clients, and your prospects. And people know you. Here's the deal of the week. Gosh, where's just, the best? Where's the best place to find the, the supplier closeouts? Most Where of them go? have a clearance or a closeout section on their websites, and they're all customer friendly, you know, uh, yeah, customer yeah, facing. Exactly. I know, I know Sanmar does that. I know uh, hit promotional products does that. Um, I'm oh, sure yeah. several others do that. I, I know PCNA has one uh, across all their lines. So, and then the other thing is, you know, and we've had on, we had on distributor central, we've had on promo corner, we've had on um, zoom catalog. These are all resources where suppliers are investing tons of money to help us market and sell their products. So we as distributors can leverage that to look more professional, stay top of mind and get our foot in the door with both our clients and our prospects um, as well. Um, You know, just to kind of answer one of the things, just because I think it's important um, because there are so many ways to skin the cat. I just, was that the third time? We're going to get a lot of hate. We're going to get a lot of hate mail, Josh, but I'm going to forward it all to you. Go ahead. Um, is think about strategically from a sales standpoint, your business is crushing it. You've got more accounts than you can handle. What, what, what you only have so much time in the day. So what can you do to leverage those assets without having to sacrifice them? So one of the things that, that I did is, um, I actually used my smaller accounts to train people and bring in an apprentice or bring in a junior salesperson. I know the relationships. There's, a, there's definitely an art and a science to kind of handing off those accounts. But if you do it the right way, you can service those accounts still and make money off of them and train somebody on the industry that needs to be fed. 
And that is a scalable model that you can, that, that is how I actually was able to take my business up and over a million by scaling the business beyond me. And um, for what it's worth, that, that's, a, that's a process that worked really well. Million tacos right there, my friend. That's yeah. that's to tip of my cap because it's not easy. And uh, it, it's it's like like Jeff said at the beginning, you walk the walk and there's a lot of people that have a lot of blah, blah, blah that have never done it. So I, I, I think that's one of the gifts of your show is that you've walked the walk. You can talk from a first person perspective. And also love what you said about there's be flexible. There's lots of ways to do this. And just because Josh did it this way or Mike did it that way or Jay did it this way doesn't mean that we're right either. It's just what worked at the time. We might have some perspectives on that. Um, I'm, I'm fearful of any of these gurus that are in our industry that can tell you how to sell because there's more than one right answer. Just there really is. There's more than one right answer. And how it worked for them, it's not necessarily how it's going to work for you. You're different. You have a different personality. Um, you have a different vibe. You're attracting, you know, these analytical thinkers who can't make a decision or <laughs> you're attracting these super creatives who have too many options. So there's so many variables, but I, I mean, there's some great comments in here. I don't know if we're supposed to chat on those or, or, or talk about whatever, but I, I love. Yeah, no, we'll, di we'll, dig, we'll dig into that. Actually, I'm going to shake it up a little, Mike, just because I want to talk real quickly about our small group coaching program, because this is relevant, it's timely. Um, and maybe you want to just put up the poll because what we do with, with, so this webinar is a free web webinar. We have a, a, a paid group coaching program called small group coaching. And we're really tackling topics like how to scale your business up in over a million dollars, how to sell a company store successfully and make money from it. You know, what are the tools to use? And so we have a combination of workshops that we run on a monthly basis, but we also have a net a community of 50 plus distributors that are sharing these best practices with each other, you know, in Very a community cool. platform. Cool. So the peer-to-peer -peer learning, I mean, I'm one, Mike is one, you know, we've got 50 plus other people. And the thing that's just so powerful about it is, we all have different experiences. It's, we're all on the front line. And, you know, oftentimes it's hard to, when you're on the front line, you come back and you're exhausted. You're just trying to survive and thrive on your own. But we've got people that are sharing these best practices and it just is eye-opening. So you can give and you can take and learn from each other. So that's kind of the part of the business that I really love the most. I think it's been missing in our industry and in our next class we're, we're onboarding is, is actually next week. As, uh, as the time you would have it. So it's on March 7th, we onboard our next class. So anyone that's interested, definitely let us know. Get your right, reservations let's, today. Let's do all this. Right. All right, well, let's not beat a dead horse, Josh. I'm sorry. Yes. I, just, oh, I just wanted to say that. I'm <laughs> sorry. I stole it. Greg Miller put that up in the comments I decided to, while we're at it. Okay. You guys, you guys have a gift. It's not one I want, but you have a gift. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, well, right. Greg Miller is going to be starting coaching next week. So, uh, <laughs> right. that's right. That's right. We're oh, excited to have you, Greg. Why, why do you hate Josh? Josh, why do you hate cats? I mean, let's get to the bottom of this. Maybe, ah, no, let's not. That's for another day. That, yeah, I know. This is a positive so, show. It's not but, about hate, it's about love. And I just happen to really love dogs. Josh, we've got a couple of questions about company stores uh, in here. And, and along the lines of, like, you know, how do you, yeah, but how do you deal with minimums and how do company stores work? What clients are these a good fit for? But like, I think there's some confusion about 
you know, what do you, what do you do with the company store? How does that work? Can you give us like a high level uh, a, a summary of how that works? For Josh? Are you, are you asking me or you John? asking Sorry, Josh. Josh. Oh, Josh. Sorry, yeah. The cat hater. Yeah, so I, yeah. I'm, I, I will in one second. I mean, do you guys have experience? Jeff, do you have experience on the no, company no, no. store I, side? I, mine no, I be... say you speak to this, Josh. Okay. Okay, yeah. So, uh, listen, it depends. There, there are lots of different company store platforms that you can set up in our industry. Um, if you plug into a back office partner like, like, a, like a Halo or a Geiger um, you may be able to use their company store platforms. Um, if not, there are others that are out there. I'm pretty certain Common Skew has one baked in, yeah. ASI, Sage. Um, um, I'm forgetting one. Oh, Made to Order uh, is another example. So there are lots of platforms yeah. out there that you can use to set up a company store. But strategically, you need to, uh, you need to qualify the buyer and understand what kind of how they're going to use the store. So let's say, for example, somebody has, you know, 10 offices around the country and they're just trying to ag aggregate a T-shirt order for, you know, their thousand employees. Um, you could set up a temporary store and use it as a tool to centralize the purchasing of that one specific buy, kind of like a batch store, as we call it. Uh, or maybe they have... Um, uh, reorder needs and you want to try to get into their supply chain, which is how you really make money with a company store. And so if you understand the niche that you're servicing and you can get into their supply chain and specifically sell them products that they're reordering without changing the product, that's how you can really leverage a store. So you know, for me, I sell company stores where I use uh, set up the store to for maintenance uniforms. So these are uniforms that their employees are required to wear, they have a budget to buy them. They just need a place to go and buy them. So you could set up a system. And then that addresses the last question about the minimum. So in our industry, you know, our suppliers have done an amazing job of setting up under normal circumstances, quick turn, you know, made to order as low as one unit jobs. You know, you could set up a company store combining um, blanks and a decorator uh, from Alpha, Sanmar, SNS, or one of those, uh, and run one-off orders. You could add in a a company store with minimum quantity with with products from Org Audio, which has one unit, no setup minimums. Yep. And between the two of them, you have a company store, and you're off and running. Love that. Uh, or awesome. my gear, OMG, Greg Miller dropped out. So because you get also uh, Inksoft for you apparel people. Inksoft has some tools that you might want to check out as well. I've had some, some friends of mine had a lot of success with the Inksoft stores. Um, they can be promo and apparel or just apparel. I like the idea. And Ashley Pilati actually reminded me of this. She is with Common Skew. I'm not plugging them or, or trying to sell them in any way, but she was a guest on the taco show. And she was one of the folks that reminded us of how branded merch can be set up so that it is limited. So that there's the, there's the, online store that's ongoing. And then there's the online store. That's like a, a limited supply, the merch drop. It's only going to be here for two weeks, create the sense of urgency. You know, you got to get your orders in by this date. This is a limited edition graphic. It's not going to be done again. And you could set up several of those depending on the audience and depending on the client and who they serve. But I think that's just a creative way to build what what I think is lacking a lot of times is the experience side of this process. Like what is the end user actually going to experience? Are they going to feel like this is a gift? 
Are they going to feel like I'm at a concert? This is a blast. I love this feeling. Or are they going to go, hey, I got another shirt I'm never going to wear. Doesn't even fit. One size fits all. That's a lie. And it's just this crappy, thick, scratchy, cheap. I'm not going to give a brand because I was told not to give brands. But if it starts with a G and ends in Ildan, you might not <laughs> have the audience that you love. So look for others. <laughs> there are other vendors in our network that have amazing swag, merch, branded, whatever you want to call it. So anyway, Ashley Kalati from Common Skew, shout out. She did a great job on our show and was talking about that accessibility, the online, the e-commerce, the merch drops and the stores. Um, they know what they're doing up there, but hopefully I'm not just, you know. No, she, we had, Mike and I actually did a, did a demo of their platform. We're really, she did, she ran it really impressed. I mean, they got a fantastic operating platform. So no, cool. shout out cool. for sure. Yeah. Jeff, go. I want to, I want to throw out one nugget because we're down to the last few minutes, but it, it it's actually not ADD. It ties right to this topic. It's something that we set up um, with uh, uh, that I think is a great idea for private schools in particular that have budget. And I think there's truly a focus right now on responsible sourcing. And, and some of these schools <clears throat> are trying to instill values and so forth. I mean, I hate to knock public school systems. This is not, this is not you know, for them, but uh, there to create a company store. And I have one set up and order my, uh, order my gear, uh, for these schools. So it's really, and they're set up to where you can do fundraisers. So this is like, a, this is a gold nugget tip of how, of selling. Anybody could go to these schools and set up something that's really focused. The focus is on, you know, eco, you know, just sustainable products, you know, eco-friendly shirts, all the cool stuff that's out there. And many of the parents are not going to bat an eye paying $25 or $30 for that, you know, mirror mug that's, you know, part of the uh, funds go to support water in, in Africa or other things. So that's just uh, my little, I'll, I'll shut up now. But I, I think that when we're talking about company stores, like a niche type of thing, a private school, um, there, there's a market there that I think is pretty easily reached. I hope that's well, what my, my takeaway from what you're saying, Jeff, and I completely agree is this Yes, we're in a product business, but put the products aside a second, like like Jay was saying, okay? Start with the customer. Like, how are you going to help them do their job better, make their life easier, exactly. get the results, get the ROI for the marketing dollars they're spending, get more clients, retain more employees, whatever their need is. How are you going to do that with the products? And then if you can provide a company store solution that has fundraising because you're targeting schools or targeting associations that have limited budgets, or you're, you know, putting together a company store that addresses supply chain ordering issues where they can centralize the purchasing or they want to control the branding or they want to control the spend and it's set by corporate, then the employees out there can just know where to go and buy. You're solving their problem. And then the products become, then you fill the products in with preferred suppliers where you know you get the best pricing, the best service, deepest inventory levels and support. So it's a whole process, but you're driving it. You're not leading with the product. You're understanding the, the customer's needs and then you're plugging in the products and the, and the services into those. And if you're able to do that, the customer will start to trust you as a pro, as an expert. And they'll start asking you, well, what else can you do? Or, or you can start to be proactive and share what works. And, and sharing what works are these preferred supplier relationships where you can give them better value 
and make the 40 to 50% margins. Ding, ding, ding. What he said, what he said, <laughs> that guy. Yeah, the cat. The, I take it all back. I think you actually love cats, Josh. Yeah, you said cat twice. All right. Well, listen, we are at one o'clock. Are there any final questions we want to want to dig into here, Mike, before we kind of wrap up or? I think we're good. I know we got a, okay. Yeah. I know we, I know we have a lot of questions here. So what I would say is this, um, if your question wasn't answered or you have a follow-up question for me, Jeff or Jay, um, what, what are your, how do you, what's the best way to reach each of you guys? Uh, people ask me all the time, like, well, do you have a business card? I'm like, nope. No business cards. It's called LinkedIn. You can go to LinkedIn, Jay Bussell, and I'd love to connect with you there. And we can have side conversations. We could talk about the weather, taco recipes, whatever you want. Um, but hopefully it'll be have a point to it. If you're on the show, just mention you're on the show. And um, yeah, I'd love to be able to keep the conversation going and hopefully answer some questions. But I've got to say that, um, you know, it seems it's like lead gen and how do I find these guys? How do I fill my funnel? That always comes up. It came up on this one. So I would strongly encourage you to figure out a hybrid of a digital to physical system. If you can meet people digitally and lead them to a physical, by the way, use promo to sell promo. So if your lead funnel is light, it's because you're not using your own medium to make a difference, to create an experience, to have the ah, the aha gifting moment. Use your tools. That's a tool in your toolbox that you should be leading with so people can go, damn, that was so cool. I want to do what you just did, but for my industry, fill in the blank. I solve problems like this for people like you. And that's a total ripoff of Seth Godin, but that's all I, that's all I know is to R&D, rip off and duplicate. Awesome. And Jeff, how do we reach you? Well, let's, I'll go LinkedIn as well. Jeff Solomon, all O's, S-O-L-O-M-O-N-M-A-S. That used to mean something, Master Advertising Specialist, when I started my... Now it's not so much, but anyway, Jeff Solomon, S-O-L-O-M-O-N, or also on freepromotips.com. You can do contact me there, and there's a bunch of resources up there as well as our taco shows. And, and take advantage of what uh, learning what your colleagues are doing to crush it on those taco shows. Uh, there's some good stuff up there. Awesome. Test. Yeah, and, and you can reach me at josh at swagcoach.com. That's my direct email. And if you, oh. anyone needs to reach me, I'm at uh, Josh at swagcoach.com. Just send your emails send your there. Cat comments to, uh, my assistant, my assistant will forward those to me. It's uh, actually Josh's cat at swagcoach.com. <laughs> Somebody asked about replays, the replay of this show and all the, the distributors, helping distributors are available on our website, swagcoach.com. Just look yeah. under, re, look under replays. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just in wrapping up here. Thank you guys so much for taking the time. Really, this is great. Your insight's awesome. Thank you for what you're doing for the industry through your show and just your collaboration and being on this show and sharing Thanks, your guys. best practices, your nuggets. We really appreciate it. Mike, great job setting this up and organizing us and keeping right. us uh, on point. I know that you're the, kind of the odd man out without your beard, but you did a great job nonetheless. And thank you everyone for joining us today. We had a great time. Hope you pulled a nugget that's going to help you crush your sales in 2022. And we will see you soon. Take care. Bye, guys. Thank you. See ya. See ya. <laughs>